Space News, bomb threats at multiple state capitals are being investigated by the FBI. The agency considers all of them a hoax, but it adds to a string of rising swatting incidents. Uh, swatting essentially is when a, a fake call is made by a person to police reporting a made-up threat serious enough to bring out officers or SWAT teams to a location. Yeah, Kelsey Kernstein is here with the latest on this story. Kelsey, what's the deal here? Good morning. Good morning, I'm Mark and Adrian. So reports say that a mass email was sent out titled Explosives Inside of Your State Capitol, adding explosives would go off in a couple of hours. This creating fear at state capitals. In fact, around the country, Connecticut, Georgia, Hawaii, Kentucky, Maine, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, and Montana. They're just some of the states that evacuated buildings while others went into immediate lockdown. News Nation's law and justice contributor and former FBI special agent Jennifer Koffendoffer explains what the motive could be for these threats. It's typically revenge or anger or them wanting to make some sort of political statement against somebody else. In other words, it's really a harassing type situation, and they realize how dangerous it is. Now, this is just a part of a string of swatting calls that we've recently seen across the country. Georgia Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene and Florida Senator Rick Scott were also targeted over the holidays. Boston Mayor Michelle Wu, New York's representative Brandon Williams, and Ohio Attorney General David Yost were also swatted. Well, swatting is very dangerous, and let me tell you why. They are looking when a call comes in and SWAT or law enforcement is uh, dispatched to a particular location, and especially in a situation where it's a congressional or a senator uh, figure that's involved that's high profile. Uh, well, and it really, in all instances, they're taken very seriously. And that means that lethal force, uh, they're setting up to use that if necessary. And right now, there are no official statistics on swatting calls, but law enforcement says hundreds of swatting incidences are recorded every single year. The FBI has now created a virtual command center partnering with state, local, and federal law enforcement to, quote, track and create a real-time picture of swatting incidents. Now, the FBI is also telling people to remain vigilant. Republicans are being targeted with bogus 911 calls designed to have them shot by the cops. It's called swatting, where haters call emergency hotlines to report fake violent crimes like kidnapping or active shootings at a specific address. So SWAT teams show up with guns drawn. This can be deadly. Walk to me, please. Walk this Walk way, right here. here. Come Walk here. To me. Keep your hands up. Keep hands coming. up. Keep hands up. Hands. Walk this way. Walk. Some Americans who were swatted died of heart attacks. Others were fatally shot. Two days after Christmas, Florida Senator Rick Scott was swatted. A 911 call claimed Rick Scott's house was the scene of a discovered love affair turned kidnapping turned extortion attempt. Oh, and there was a bomb. It seems like it's people that have supported Israel, Trump supporters, uh, people like me up for re-election uh, that they're going after because they, they want something bad to happen. They want to have a deadly incident. Rick Scott was one of several Republicans swatted over the holidays. Marjorie Taylor Greene, the Republican congresswoman from Georgia, was victimized. 
A caller claimed her house was the scene of a murder-suicide in progress. MTG, as she's called, is well-armed. And with law enforcement showing up to an urgent call like that, the congresswoman or the police could misread the situation and it could turn deadly in an instant. Luckily, since Marjorie Taylor Greene's been swatted at least eight times, police stood down. But she might be the most swatted politician in America. Police have shown up to her house, responding to various false 911 calls, one claiming there were body parts in her bathtub, which is why I don't take bubble baths. They give the wrong impression. These callers are difficult to apprehend because they use proxies to spoof their locations and disguise their identities. And if they are ID'd, swatting isn't even against federal law. And a lot of the time, the callers are minors. It's very difficult to prosecute because it hasn't been legislated. So let's talk with a legislator who knows a little thing or two about swatting. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Congresswoman, what's it like when cops show up thinking there's an active shooter situation in your living room? It's actually terrifying, Jesse. The first time it happened to me, it was right after I introduced a bill to stop the transgender surgeries on children and to stop puberty blockers uh, being given to children because kids need to grow up before they make those kind of decisions. And it was a trans activist that started these calls on me. And you can see this video in my home where I had to go to the door in the middle of the night where the SWAT team had showed up. They, they had gun in hand. Um, they had been told that I had murdered someone and I was ready to either commit suicide and that I was willing to shoot police officers when they came to my house. It's extremely serious, Jesse. It's so serious that not only has it happened to me eight times, it's also happened to my family members. Both of my daughters were swatted over Christmas, um, along with dozens of other congressmen, women, uh, senators, and state government officials as well. And Jesse, I have to tell you, I've been very frustrated. Um, I've expected the FBI to be able to track these people down. I've expected the Department of Justice to be able to go after these people. And now it has risen to such a level where not only have I been swatted eight times, the Speaker of the House has been swatted, senators have been swatted, and I've started to ask, is this an attack on our government as well as an attack on the police? And is the Biden administration capable of handling what is happening with attempted assassinations on government officials? Because we know the Biden administration is not capable of stopping the invasion at the southern border, which has surely brought terrorists into our country. It's odd because the FBI can indict some Russian no one's ever heard of halfway around the world, but they can't some find someone who's making a prank call. By the we have some breaking news. We've learned that uh, special counsel Jack Smith was the victim of a swatting call on Christmas. And that's, of course, there's been a trend of that. And basically means yeah. we're going to be watching who's not sure that someone made false emergency calls to prompt a large police presence at his home. And this has, of course, happened a lot to a lot to Judge Tanya Chutkin, the Secretary of State in Maine, even to Marjorie Taylor Greene. What do you make of what's happening with these officials and kind of the frequency of this at such a high level? Jen, this is the Pandora's box that Trump opened 
Uh, we mm. know from the January 6 hearings about the kinds of threats that election officials were receiving, Rusty Bowers in uh, Arizona. We know about uh, Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman. And we know about many others around the country who feared for their lives. We'll all remember that day that Gabe Sterling from Georgia stood in front of the mic and said, you're going to get somebody killed. Um, people have asked whether if Trump is reelected, we will see political violence. We are already seeing political violence. These threats um, are very, very serious indeed. Swatting mm -hmm. can result in really terrible um, uh, accidental uh, killings. And we need to be aware that this is part of Trump's brand, the, the menace, the threat of violence. And his followers, this is why what he has done is so irresponsible. Hey, welcome back to the show, guys, and a very belated Happy New Year. Now, I will get that, you know, warm, seasonal Happy New Year episode out as soon as possible, but I am behind so many massive and constantly developing news stories that I'm going to focus on just doing a couple of these real quick, get a handful of episodes out, and then I'll do the feel-good, oh, guys, we got through another Earth rotation around the sun. But, hey, a lot of the goals that I did hope to achieve by this point I did achieve with the help of you guys, and we'll get into that when I make that video. But for now, let's start with this. Swatting and bomb threats have become a weapon being used against both right and left politicians and representatives, as well as multiple state capitals. And this is an ongoing event. Some articles now are saying that there's another one that just happened a few hours ago. But I'll report on that, so I'm going to wait to see that, let that get flushed out a little bit, and then I'll record on that one uh, should more details come forward. But eight state capitals evacuated after bomb threats. Law enforcement in multiple states reported the threat was sent via email to government employees. Now, this is a wild uh, escalation. And by the way, emails, huh? So let's look at this from two angles before we get into the article. One, what would be the perspective of somebody emailing? these government buildings and demanding a shutdown. Is it a dangerous TikTok trend, kiddos? Or, you know, I've heard some people throw out the idea that this is, like, the government false flagging and stuff. I don't really think so. Like, we've had incidences where there have been lone actors going out, shooting up, uh, like, power generators, um, solar systems have been uh, vandalized and attacked. We've also had people who, you know, staffers have been attacked on the left and the right. Like, the ongoing attack using new age weaponry such as emails vpns phones ongoing whatever to say hey i got this anonymous thing so no one can track me i'm gonna send out a bunch of bomb threats x y and z or i'm gonna call this in using a vpn using like a google email phone a magic jack type device you know people are and also people are running up on staffers like i just said so Overall, I think this is more of an instant of social decay and trust in the systems breaking down. Because, dude, just a couple of years ago, if I told you, like, look, go back to 2019. If you were told all of the all of what's happened since 2019 to now happened, the Capitol building, uh, Joe Biden, Afghan, Middle East, uh, the complete fuck up at Abby's Gate and in the Bagram Air Base, to the vaccine mandate, Roe v. Wade getting overturned, um, the Brewer decision, and you get your way all the way up to now with President Trump, get, former President Trump, 
getting in his home raided, uh, the indictments, the mug shots. Now with the Epstein documents, they're not the client list. You need to drive that home. They're not the client list. But anyway, you get my point. Any number of crazy incidences that have happened since 2019 to now, if you were to go back in time, explain all of it to yourself, they make a composite list of the 150th craziest things that happened since 2019 to now. Explain it to yourself. You would be mind-boggled. You wouldn't believe it. You'd laugh at yourself and be like, what the fuck is happening? But now we're at a point where, look, for example, we're talking about swatting, too. You know, anybody who's watched political commentators for a while or live streamers or Twitch back in the day, you know swatting is not an uncommon event. Now, I do think it should carry, like, a at minimum an attempted murder charge with it because a lot of people have been killed and harmed during swattings. You know, as well as countless families and pets having someone in the house getting shot or killed as well. But now we're seeing swatting used against politicians, representatives, and even, like, private citizens. Because we're going to talk about that after we get through this story. We're going to talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene and George Soros getting swatted. That's kind of wild. And, again, if you watch, like, uh, follow me on YouTube. I do the Chaircast IRL thing, which is literally just lo-fi, bumpers, and four hours of empty room from when Tim Pool got raided. So literally just as I take up four hours a night of plugging alternative media. You can go check it out. You can get an idea of what I'm talking about when I do it. But let's get right into this. I've rambled enough. It's just a real wild thing to see. And it's coordinated, too. Like, I don't know. What information about this particular story have you guys come across? Send me your links. Send me information. Let me know what you think in the comments below. And all that good 2016 YouTuber chit-chat shit. Smash the like button! Who dat boy? Let's get into it. Eight state capitals evacuated for bomb threats. Law enforcement in multiple states reported the threat was sent via email to government employees. Published originally January 3rd, 2024. Now we're going to get into a new article, like I said. Let's get into it. By Hannah Claire Brimlow, a writer for Timcast IRL. Or Scanner, whatever. And of course, we're over here at Scanner, SCNR. At least eight state capitol buildings were evacuated on January 3rd following bomb threats. Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi, Montana, Maine, Minnesota, Michigan, and Hawaii were all subjected to the threats that were ultimately cleared by law enforcement. The threats are now being investigated by the Department of Homeland Security. The wave of fake threats comes after multiple swatting calls to the homes of high-profile figures, including Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, Congressman Brandon Williams, Senator Rick Scott, and billionaire George Soros. Law enforcement swept the Hawaii capital and with special operations explosive detection canine units for three hours and found no evidence of any explosives. But it is worth keeping in mind. The pipe pipe bombs and stuff that were placed around the capital allegedly three years ago on January 6th, they still never really found anybody. They accused people of it, investigations are done, people have been released for it. They've really ran through the gauntlet of people they've accused of that, and no one's really come forward. So, again, this is a weird thing that seems to be a trend. Government actors have been given bomb threat. We don't know who it is. You can find the flea that bit a senator's dog on the ass within 24 hours and have the thing executed, but you can't find this. Very weird. It's the same thing like when Ash, when uh, Joe Biden's granddaughter got carjacked, and they didn't find out. They couldn't find out who did it. It's like really. In D.C., the most cameraed city in all of fucking America. Right, 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 right. I got these uh, I got these sunglasses. They're in storage, but what they do is when you put them on, they have a, a lens to them. 
and it catches, it lights up whenever there's a hidden camera or a camera of any kind recording, it makes the lens reflect. Like, it, I don't know exactly the, the tech behind it or how it works, but I've been to DC wearing these sunglasses. Everything, even statues, have cameras in them, my man. I don't, it's, it's a weird thing, you know. Quote, there are 76 elected officials here in the building and all of their staff. And all the support staff, the research staff, so lots of people, hundreds of people here in the building. Said Representative Diamond Garcia per KITV. Ooh, that's a cool name. Diamond Garcia. Sounds like a mob name, don't it? No explosives were found in the Mississippi State Capitol, which went into lockdown. The state the state Senate delayed its 10 a.m. morning meeting until the afternoon. The Mississippi Department of Public Safety notified the public that there were no further threats, but did not release additional details about the incident, per WLOX. The Minnesota State Patrol reportedly learned of the bomb threats, which was sent via email around 9 a.m. At 9.30 a.m., security searched the building for roughly 45 minutes, but did not find anything deemed suspicious or threatening. Quote, The state Supreme Court, seven justices were in the main building, second floor. Courtroom hearing oral arguments on the case involving a man's challenge to the revocation of his driver's license. Reports that the Star Tribune, quote, when the justices received word of the threat, they stepped off the bench and walked across the street to a courtroom in the judicial center and continued hearing the case. Because nothing stops the ever-grinding wheels of justice, right? Law enforcement in Georgia also reportedly reported that a hoax email containing a bomb threat was sent to a state employee. The building was locked down in cert, and a search was conducted. It was later declared to be all cleared and reopened. It's unclear who sent the threat, and to who the threat was sent at the time of reporting, stated the messenger. Montana cleared its own state capital around 8.30 a.m. local time and searched for explosives around 10 a.m., Quote, in response to this morning's bomb threat, the Montana State Capitol Department of Administration General Services has been working closely with local law enforcement officials, said the department, or the DOA spokesperson. Megan Gorski, in a statement, <coughs> sorry, as per the Helena Independent Record, a, quote, a sweep has been completed, and the threat was found to not be credible. The building has been reopened to the public. Authorities in Maine ordered roughly 300 people to leave the state capitol on the first day of legislation. Legislator was in session after the winter recess. The threat was discovered around 1.45 p.m. local time and no explosives were discovered during a search conducted with canine units. A hoax threat was sent via email to a state house employee per Bangor Daily News. The incident... I hear about that, art, that outlet a lot and I've never used it. It's funny how it pops up occasionally. Anyway, the incident comes three weeks after 60 schools in Maine were sent bomb threats via email in December. Kentucky closed its capital on the morning of January 3rd after receiving bomb threats via an email 
with the subject, quote, explosives inside your state capital. Quote, I placed multiple explosives inside your state capital. The explosives are well hidden inside, and they will go off in a few hours, read the message according to the screenshots obtained and shared on X by Lex18 News. Reporter Carolina Bershk, quote, I will make sure you all end up dead. And right here, just read what it says right there, and we're going to move on. Continue with her tweet here. The Kentucky Capitol is now back open after bomb threats this morning. The threat was emailed into the Secretary of State's office. It specifically went to deep into, specifically went to the Deputy Secretary of State's email address. She will be speaking to Lex18 or Lex18 News in a few minutes. Right here. Michigan also received a bomb threat. Uh oh. Uh oh. My own backyard. Received a bomb threat via email. The message was received by the Michigan State Capitol Commission's general account around 7.45 a.m. local time. The Capitol building was evacuated just after 10 a.m. The building was searched and cleared by midday, but remained closed to visitors. Quote, out of an abundance of caution, according to State Police Spokeswoman Lori Dugvito. Quote, neither... The House nor the Senate were in session Wednesday, meaning there were fewer people in the Capitol building than usual, reported the Detroit News. Got some history with them, actually. Quote, lawmakers are planning to return to the Capitol on January 10th. Uh, yeah, the Detroit News is way better. By the way, the Detroit News over the Detroit Free Press any day of the week. They're not, either. neither one of them is, like, in my top ten, I'm just saying, but, like, if you're ever in the area and you're trying to pick up a newspaper to read because you're weird like me and you prefer the feeling of newspapers in your hand when you read something, I know, it's weird. Maybe I'm spectrum-y, right? Because, let's face it, it's 2023, guys, and if you're not on the spectrum, what are you doing? You got a rhythm with the tism. Now, whatever, <laughs> whatever the, the tism goes with is up to you. But let's continue on. It's like everybody's on the fucking spectrum today, right? Like, everybody I talk to, I'm autistic. I'm autistic! And I remember, like, ten years ago, like, autistic was, like, a weird, nebulous thing that, like, no one really understood. Like, I was just, I'm dyslexic, and people were like, does that mean you're autistic? I'm like, I don't fucking know. My B's and D's swim around like fucking alphabet soup, dog. I don't know what to tell you. So let's, let's get into it. The Federal Bureau of Investigation sold the fucking AP News rag. That it was aware of multiple bomb threats to state capitals across the country, but had, quote, no information to indicate a specific and credible threat. The FBI takes hoax threats very seriously because it puts innocent people at risk, the agency noted. Yep, now we're going to hop right over here to let it load. George Soros. Oh, hold on. George Soros' Southampton estate swatted in the latest fake 911 call. By Susan Elderman and George Fitzgibson, published January 1st, 2024. Now, this is a sad one, right? Now, let's get into this one. We got a little video here. Oh, there's an ad. So, let this ad play out. On Christmas Day, you're, wrap, you're opening presents with your friends and your families. You're all gathered around, and somebody calls in a swatting. Next thing you know, your family event and gathering, your little intimate, warm, George Rockwell painting Christmas has been utterly flipped upside down on its fucking head. 
Your kids are crying, family's scared, armed men are demanding to search your premises, and they got barking, worked up angry dogs. That's a, it's, it's a fucking, it's a shame, you know? And, again, uh, I think swatting needs to carry a minimum attempted murder charge with it. People have been killed by swatting. And, look, if you're on the left and you swat somebody on the right and they get killed, you're running the risk. And look, this is like, let's remove all the moral arguments out of this, right? All the moral arguments about why swatting anyone, regardless of religious or political views, is reprehensible. Let's remove all that and go with a strictly strategic point of view, folks. And I'll tap right into that little, little Jewy 5% of my DNA for this one. Listen, goy... If you if you attack the enemy and you take them out, you run the chance. you run the chance of making a martyr out of them, and that's what the Jews did. And they made the Jesus Christ, and now all the Christians exist. It's a real embarrassment. All right, we should we shouldn't have done that. Now he's been martyred. And I'm gonna go back to being myself. Put Shechem Goldblack back in the bag there. Yeah, if you take out your enemy through swatting or any sort of incident like this where they're caught off guard, perceived as the innocent person, and whacked, you create a martyr where their causes and views now have a victim card to go with it where people are drawn to support it over you now. And same thing goes to whoever swatted George Soros, assuming that's a different person. I really think this might be just like one to two people, very similar attacks all there. I just find it weird that it's email, right? Like in modern day email? Okay, whatever. We'll see where that goes. Definitely raise a red flag to me that it's email. But, but, again, if, if you swat George Soros and he gets killed, he's a 90-something-year-old man, right? Evil, Nazi, all that stuff aside, you wha- you take him out, he becomes a victim. Um, he gets martyred by people. Same thing with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Same thing with Donald Trump, anyone. I don't care who the fuck you are. There is no good reason to swat somebody. Is literally just the act of an insane person. It's unfortunate. It's a part of our life, and there's not really any good laws to counter it. But let's watch this video. Former NYPD officer Bill Stanton joins me now. Bill, thank you for joining us. Former NYPD officer Bill Stanton joins me now. Bill, thank you for joining us. So why don't you explain to our viewers just how dangerous a swatting situation is? Rachel, thank you for having me. Well, these self-loathing, you know, miscreant losers, you know, think they're going to empower themselves by weaponizing city, state, and federal agencies. In this case, swatting. And what they do is they'll either call from a burner phone or a non-traceable line, and they'll either call or text in the alleged threat. And what they're doing is they're committing a crime by making false allegations. They're wasting taxpayer money. But the most important thing is they could potentially be endangering the lives of the address they're going to and the officers involved. Because if someone's coming up on my house in plain clothes and they're not properly identified, someone's going to get hurt one way or the other. And this is what they're hoping to cause constant chaos because they have no relevancy in their lives. I think that might be a little bit projection to what he was saying, but ultimately the core of what he said is true. And again, it's... I don't know. You have people. It's not necessarily because they have a lack of meaning. This gives them meaning. That's more the problem you're working with here. 
to sit here and act like these are just rogue incels, man, with no real reason. No, 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 no. By acting as if there is no reason to their actions, no rhyme or reason, no end goal to it, you create this vagueness, this ethereal boogeyman you can go after, and also give the media someone they can. Some malleable figure they can bend to fit whatever agenda they need. Yeah, no, there's a rhyme and a reason to this. We don't know what it is currently, but there's a reason why they're doing it. It's not because they perceive their life as having no meaning. Perhaps their life's meaning to them is to cause chaos. Joker joke aside here, there are some people who really dedicate their lives to being nothing other than an agent of chaos. And unfortunately, some people are very proficient at it. It, these people exist. Like I said, Joker jokes aside here, that's a real type of person out there in the world who exists. And if you don't believe that, I'm really sorry to tell you it, but psychopaths do what they do for a reason. I mean, this is what they what it is for sure, but I don't know. I, I, found, I found some of the wording interesting to use uh, to use there. Sorry. I, I don't like media having any wiggle room with its boogeymen because it has a issue with using hyper, hyperbole to turn this boogeyman to whatever they need to scare the masses. Like, look what they did with COVID, which was essentially the flu. But let's, let's actually fucking diet flu. Let's get into it. George Soros. Wait, wait a minute. All right. George Soros, Southampton Estate, swatted in latest fake 911 call. George Soros, posh Southampton Estate, was swatted over the weekend as the leafy-leaning billionaire, as the lefty-leaning billionaire, my apologies, became the latest high-profile victim of 911 pranks. Southampton police said that they received the 911 call shortly shortly before 9 p.m. Saturday, with the caller telling the cops that they had just shot his wife at the ritzy South Shore South Shore Manse, and was threatening to shoot himself, sending officers rushing to the scene. The report turned out to be bogus. Southampton Police Detective Sergeant Herman Lampson said Monday, quote, spoke to security, spoke to security, searched the premises, there was a negative problem. One cop responding to the scene reported, according to the re recording of the police radio traffic obtained by the Post, Lamson confirmed that 93-year-old billionaire is, is the owner of the Long Island estate and Old Town Road. Well, I'ma take my check down the old town road, and I'm gonna find some globalism. Uh, you know, globalism—that's—that's that's this man's particular tism. It is not clear Soros or members of his family were home at the time of the incident. Again, it's just a bad play in general. God forbid something does happen to him here. You know, I'm not gonna. You know, God weeps when the wicked die. Me, not so much, but still. It's not a good look. <laughs> it's also morally reprehensible. You want your enemies and you want people who've done evil to face justice. 
And when you do something like this, you run the risk of them just being victimized. And that's exactly what it is when you get killed in a SWAT, no matter who you are. You're you're being victimized pretty roughly there. <laughs> and it's weird to say about George Soros, but, you know, unsubscribe if, for me if you don't like it. You know, audience capture is not something I'm really concerned about here. It's just a really bad fucking play. And plus, he's an old... <laughs> You know, plus he's an old-ass dude. Like, He also has heavily armed security. Like, This very easily could have escalated. Same thing with Marjorie Taylor Greene's instance. They have armed security, so when this happens, you know, a shootout is highly likely. A lot of people, local authority could have been killed. A lot of bystanders in their houses could have been killed by, you know, rogue bullets going through windows. A lot, a lot of bad things could have happened here today. And even then... Your problem, much like mine, lies with George Soros' individual. Not with his family, his grandkids, none of them. They're bystanders. I don't inherently believe in the sins of the father, though at some point you do have to rectify that. It doesn't exactly mean you need to bear the burden of it. You are not your father, and you are not your forefather, nor are you responsible for their crimes. But, a swatting could have easily harmed his grandkids, him, whoever the fuck. I don't exactly even know if he has grandkids. I doubt it. This man's never uh, really had to suffer constipation, if you get my gr my uh, my grift here. Let's continue on. Southampton prank was just the latest in, a, in the incidents of swatting. Phony calls to police reporting crimes, a specific address targeting high-profile individuals on Friday. Police in Virginia responded to the home of George Washington University's Legal scholar Jonathan Turley after bogus 911 calls to Fairfax County Police that someone had been shot at the address. Quote, yes, I was swatted this evening, Turley said in a statement. It is regrettably a manifestation of our age, of age or, of our age or rage. Tongue twisters on a dyslexic individual is very mean, but all right. On Christmas Day, police were dispatched to the home of Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene, a, a rep from Georgia, following a fake 911 call from a man who said he shot his girlfriend there. Jesus. George Soros on vacation with his family in Barbados last week before the swatting. Okay, yeah, so he does have grandkids and stuff. All right. <clears throat> Four other Georgia lawmakers, Republican State Senator John Albers, Kay Kirkpatrick, and Clint Dixon. Clint Dixon. That's a cool name. And Democrat Jim J uh, Kim Jackson were swatted the same day, according to the reports. Another victim of Christmas Day pranks was upstate New York GOP rep Brandon Williams. On Thursday, Georgia GOP Lieutenant Gov. Burt Jones was also swatted with a bogus bomb threat called into police one day after U.S. Rep. Rick Scott, a Republican from Florida, was the target of another call that set police rushing to his Naples home. Among the other recent swatting victims were Boston Mayor Michael Wu, or Michelle Wu, my apologies, a Democrat, and U.S. Rep. Kevin Miller, an Ohio Republican. Yeah, no, it's absolutely insane. Now we're going to hop over here real quick to the last article, and then we'll check out some comments and uh, wrap this episode up. Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene says she was swatted last night. Reported, uh, oh, 
actually, my mistake here, this is an older swatting incident. Alright, corrected the mistake. Marjorie Taylor Greene says she was swatted on Christmas Day with her family the eighth time. The eighth time. Folks, these are people who have security. Armed security. And not only that, they are armed individuals themselves. Both on the left and the right. On the left, there's more of a predominance to have armed security. Whereas on the right, there's more of a, a you know, propensity to arm themselves, to protect themselves. Staunch, rugged individualism versus coddard urbanism. It is what it is. Now, but eighth time. And this is only Marjorie Taylor Greene. I cannot begin to imagine how many times people like possibly Rand Paul and many other people have been swatted. Rand Paul has been straight up attacked. He was hit over the head by his neighbor. He was also, well, he was shot by his neighbor, bludgeoned by another person in his community. Like, the, this is not <laughs> the active trust in the American systems is so degraded. And this isn't, oh, this is the incels, people who are losers with nothing to do. No. This is the manifest manifestation of a much more deteriorated worldview of the country. This has been used as a swatting, has been a meme of sorts used against Twitch streamers and PewDiePie and tons of other people over the years who have been swatted. Again, made reference earlier, Tim Cass has been swatted multiple times on air. Eight times, with this time, the eighth time, being on Christmas with her friends, family, and loved ones. And now look, I like Mark Taylor Green. I got my criticisms of her, of course. But I don't want this to happen to anyone. It's reprehensible. And it's not a strategy used by a winning side. It's used as a strategy of either rogue actors. Again, they have the reason for doing what they're doing. And they need to be stopped. But it's just, it's very sad. Let's continue on, shall we? Article by Ryan King. What's this? List properties with... <laughs> That's an ad. Far right! We're at Mark Taylor Green. She's not far right by any means. Received an unwelcomed Christmas surprise Monday with cops getting called to the Georgia Republic... Oh, give me one second here. Getting called to the Georgia Republicans' home in the latest incident of swatting and harassment against her. Spokesperson... A spokesperson for the Rome Police Department confirmed that confirmed to the Post that the 911 dispatch center received an emergency call to Green's address shortly before noon. An individual called a suicide hotline claiming to have shot his girlfriend and threatened to kill himself. According to the police, quote, our team, in their response, coordinated with her security. Details, and it was determined that there was no emergency and that she was safe. The spokesperson explained, quote, our response was actually canceled in route. Quote, I was just swatted. This is like the eighth time, Green posted on X. On Christmas Day with my family here, my local police are the greatest and shouldn't have to deal with this. Got the tweet right here. Uh, I was just swatted. This is like the eighth time on Christmas Day with my family. My local police are the greatest and shouldn't have to deal with this. I appreciate them so much. 
and my family and I are in joyous spirit celebrating the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. I don't want to be that guy. He wasn't born in he wasn't born during December. Kind of just the Catholics taking some from the from the pagans. At, mm. It is what it is. I enjoy Christmas. Don't get me wrong, but I uh, I don't like the uh, well. The Lutheran doesn't like the fucking dates being taken out of context. But yeah, you, you know, Jesus wasn't born in December. Uh, some. Uh, uh, I don't have it offhand, but it was more like uh, like a June, April birthday. But I have to double check that. But Christmas, no. Anyway, quote: "Swatting is the harassment tactic in which pranksters report a foe emergency to law enforcement and dispatch officers to the victim's address. Many conservatives have fallen victim to swatting. Activist Jack Posobiec, or Posobiec, as a lot of people seem to misunderstand his name." claimed his parents were swatted on Saturday. It's a damn shame. In August 2022, someone called the police on Green's home using a computer-generated voice to claim someone had been shot. That incident appeared to be related to anger over Green's position on transgendered youth rights. In subsequent post-Monday, Green revealed that she re uh, received threats last week from a man who wanted to fight her. Quote, fight me, big mouth. I'll fucking smash your brains out on the curb. Have a nice time looking over your shoulder, shitbag. The individual allegedly messaged her December 21st, 2023. This man claimed he was being recruited by the FBI. That, that's not the most out there claim. Green further alleged that she went to the Capitol Police with the message and that the man has yet to be arrested. Capitol Police sent her an email noting the individual's response to inquiries about the threats. Quote, This outright absurdity to the email response and the fact that they had not arrested this guy is shocking. Thankfully, I'm a gun owner. Green vented. Like I said, people on the right, more likely to arm and protect themselves as opposed to relying on any third-party security. Sure, plenty of people right have the third party security, but they also usually take their own security into their own hands. It's more of a, you know, propensity to uh, protect themselves. Green also teased that she intends to introduce legislation to crack down on swatting. I actually kind of welcome that. The Post contacted both the FBI and Capitol Police for comment. Green has been an adherent backer of former President Trump in the 2024 election cycle and has even mused about being his running mate. All right. Now we're looking at a couple comments before we wrap it up. All right, right here. By Alan Arsht. MGT is a powerful and smart congresswoman. I wish a lot of her male colleagues were as tough as she. Uh, LJ Gole. She is smart enough to be a master manipulator and deserve every piece of ill will bestowed on her and her family for the lives she... Okay, hold on. Stop. I'm going to stop you right there, L.S. Gold, because you're about as butt-fucking-retarded as they come. No. Your issues with the individual need to maintain with the individual. When you cross over to the point where you're willing to drag in their family, their loved ones, their friends, people they know, into your feud with them, you have crossed a threshold that warrants multiple people stepping in and stopping you. Now, I'm not calling for like, authorities or anything, but 
if you're willing to drag other people into it, they have as much right to drag other people into their side of it as well. It's a mess. No. You have no... There is no justification for swatting. And it really shows where your mind's at that you think there's a justification for all this nonsense. Her family. She has little kids. She has grandkids. Who are are babies and children. And you're saying, she deserves this! They deserve it! The family deserves it! I'm also sure this into a person who would turn around and scream, well, Alex Jones shouldn't have said what he said about the family and Sandy Hook. Those kids died. No one deserves to lose their kids. So, again, maybe, you don't, maybe you're consistent through and through here, but, again, it's safe to say that you probably have this hypocritical viewpoints in there. And when it comes to anybody on your side, you probably, I swear to God, if I go and read the George Soros article comments and they're in there saying some other shit, I'm going to laugh my ass off. But right here, I call it MGT, short for you-know-what. I don't, I don't know what the acronym would be here. Anyway, right here, uh, last one we're going to read. Virgil to you. It seems to me, after so many false reports to the same address, the police would just send a plainclothes cop to investigate or make a call and not show up with the police cruiser. Do they even go after these thugs and make these phony, who make these phony calls and reports? I think a year in prison should teach them a good lesson. They do it for the Dems, says FT. Yeah. Uh, and Johnston USA NYC says, sure, be the guy that didn't respond and then has lawsuits lawsuits out the wazoo when something really happens. It was wrong. I would not do that myself, but it's really funny given who she is today. Again, it's not funny. I, I don't see the humor in it. I don't see the humor in George Soros getting it. And there's a lot of people on the right who are, share tons of my worldviews who are laughing their asses off. And again... I'm just not comfortable with this as a tactic. I know where it goes. I know how it ends. And I have, you know, no one I watch, but people, I know people who have watched with streamers who've gotten raided and swatted and people who've been killed or wounded during the swat incidents. And I've seen clips of it, you know, like, fuck. Live leak used to be a thing, you know. Right here, we're just read three comments from this article and wrap it up. KJ, swatting is not a prank. It's a dangerous waste of police times and resources and needs to have serious legal consequences. Angelito West, spare me, really? Isn't the Hamptons... <laughs> isn't... It's the Hamptons. Most have residents who live there have a better trained security detail than police department. These people have armed security guards. Again, not justification. This is a really weird, psychotic thing to, to say. I'm amused by it, that, that you're out here to say in this shit, but alright. Virginia Lee Jones says, Oh, please. This is a minor offense when compared to the invasion of the United States and Palestinians and their support over running NYC. This is not worthy of prosecution. It's juvenile. No, no, no. Sorry, Virginia. You are also butt-fucking-retarded. No. Swatting should carry, at bare minimum, an attempted murder sentence with it. It's not like a prank, where it's, uh, oops, I put a bucket of ice on top of a door waiting for you to open it, or something like this. No. This is many hundreds, if not thousands of dollars in taxpayer dimes being burned up, resources being absolutely wasted, and a potential of someone being killed or harmed. I think anyone justifying on either side and saying, well, lol, funny, is just a prank, bro, 
is unfucking hinged and has zero perspective as to what they're endorsing and cheering on here. It's reprehensible. That being said, I'm going to wrap this episode up here. And going into 2024, man, we're going to see a lot more of this, unfortunately. This is only the beginning of a very disturbing trend that's going to rapidly escalate as both AI voices, VPNs, and other kinds of cloaking uh, tech becomes available to online users and different apps become available on phones. You're going to see this rapidly spike. But I'm going to talk to you all later. Deuce.